service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Scorching temperatures still 29 degrees here in Glasgow. Fair Monday, Mark Goody, how are you? You're in the shorts this afternoon, me too. So's James. <laughs> yes, there's no other thing for it. Uh, not often I get them on, Paul, but um, yeah, today is a, an exception. Absolutely blistering heat. It sure is. And we had the draw today for the Champions League, third round qualifier, and Rangers will face Belgian opposition. Not the best name team, the best known team, Union SJ. Mark, what can you tell us about them? Well, they're owned by Tony Bloom, uh, who, who owns um, Brighton and uh, Hove Albion. Uh, they were uh, just come up um, a couple of seasons ago, Paul, and get into the, the Champions League through the playoffs. So you're right, they're not one of the an Anderlecht or, 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 a, or a team like that, but they've clearly uh, got something about them. And Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and his staff will get to work uh, on them because it's a massive game, Paul. Uh, this is the start again of. Rangers potentially picking up the biggest prize in their history minimum £35 million this is step one they've got two ties to get through during the month of August they failed last season shockingly against Malmo but this is a chance to put it right under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst just two weeks from now it's going to be on the second or the third at the home game at Ibrox and then the following week in Belgium as you say they're not a club Bruges or whatever they're not that well known there's obviously money behind them but they've got a tiny stadium I think eight, 9,000 yeah yeah. Look, Paul I think if Rangers if Giovanni could have hand-picked a draw mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the one um, he would have gone for um, there's no but listen you can't take anything for granted not at this level you know there's a lot of um, twists and turns in, in games like this it's early in the season anything can happen but when you look at the draw that they've had you now look at the way the Rangers squad is taking shape couple of new signings coming in Ben Davis appears to be on his way the, the, they've also uh, picked up Thielman and Lone um, from uh, from uh, Bayern so it, it's starting to take shape but they need to, still need to hit the ground running Paul for next week We'll talk about that in a moment or two. For Celtic, we're going to hear from James Forrest. He'll be joining us in a few moments. He's been up in front of the media today. It was a training day at Celtic Park. What a day for it. Yeah, <laughs> An bro, open training day. Yeah, yeah, great. You know, it's a great way of, um, you know, getting the fans um, involved, getting the media uh, there, a chance to see Ange put his, his players through their paces, a chance to, to connect um, with the new signings that Celtic um, have made as well they're still busy still trying to get Aaron yeah. Moy um, in as well I think that one will get over the line um, Paul so you can see it taking shape you know Celtic didn't really have a lot to do I don't think um, you know just yeah. a, wee, a wee bit here and there uh, they got the two main ones over the line and now they're just going to try and um, supplement that but um, yeah it's uh, 
It's good. It's looking good for Celtic at the moment too. Celtic 2-2 at the weekend mm. against Blackburn Rovers. Rangers a 2-1 win at Blackpool. We'll touch on that during the next 55 minutes. What about Aaron Moy then? He was at St Mirren for a little time. Yeah. I don't remember too much about that, but you uh, remember him from down south. He's been in China, hasn't he, yeah. on loan? Yeah, he was, he was a Man City player yes. and uh, yeah. part of the, the, the way that they you know deal with their players, they send them out in two or three different uh, loans. Uh, Paul, I remember him at Huddersfield. He was terrific mm. for Huddersfield under David Wagner. Um, you know, a real goal threat, you know, he timed his runs really well into the box, you know, scored a number of goals from, from midfield, good energy, um, good in the tackle. Uh, that was three or four years ago. Uh, not seen him playing recently, but I would counter that by saying, when you look at Ange Postecoglou's track record, he'll know the guy inside out. He'll have done his homework. Um, and uh, I think that somebody like Aaron Moy coming to play for Celtic with guaranteed Champions League football, with a title race that we would expect 60,000 fans going to be playing every other week he'll be right up for it this could be the best move of Aaron Moy's career and he's desperate to play in the World Cup for Australia of course gives yeah. him an extra impetus to, to break in yeah, yeah. There's, there's all that there too so he'll be aware of the manager the manager will be well, well aware of him it's an area that, that the field of the squad that Celtic's looking to improve on looking to enhance and um, getting Moy in on a free transfer, Paul. I mean, normally if they were trying to sign him a year ago, two years ago, you know, he'd be ten million quid plus. Um, so this this could be a really good bit of business. It's going to be some season, and I was reading that in two years' time, it's not going to be thirty-five to forty million to be in the Champions League. With the next TV deal, Mark is doubling seventy-five oh. to eighty million. Is that what that's happens? what. It, yep, that's right. what it's going to be if you can be in the Champions League in two years' time. So, I mean, it's phenomenal. Well, it's mind blowing, Paul. That's it? for Scottish clubs. If that's Celtic yeah. or Rangers again, mm. that that's that's mind blowing money. Good piece in the paper today, um, Keith Jackson in the record, and he was basically saying, you know, with the way the Scottish clubs are doing, Rangers as they did in Europe last season, uh, the way Celtic have been performing at home, um, the Aaron Hickey's, the um, Lewis Ferguson going to Italy, yeah. just that we should have a bit more belief in our game and the European. Clubs are taking note of the Scottish game more, and we should have more confidence. We've yeah. undersold ourselves. Yeah. Would you agree with them? I, I, I do. Yeah. You know, Josh Doy as well. Yeah. But what I think, yeah. we, what I would say about, um, and it's good that clubs are now coming to scout Scottish football. Yeah. Probably a few teenagers have gone to Bayern Munich. You know, go over mm-hmm. to, to to Germany. Um, a few boys going down south. But I think we need to be, as a culture, as a nation, more open to change. Mm-hmm. You know, go and try and learn a different language. I, I spent a bit of time with Derek Ferguson, Lewis's yeah. um, dad, on yeah. Saturday, and he's saying, you know, he's, he's started these Italian lessons. He's loving it. First few training sessions, he's right into it. Loves the tempo. Been made to feel really welcome. Is his dad there. helping him with the Italian? <laughs> Molto bene. <laughs> I've seen him with the Italian in Bothwell. <laughs> oh, he loves it. So yeah. no, but it's great, isn't it? But yeah, it is. But yeah. I, I would just say, a, a, a boy, I read a piece with Eden McGee. They saying that you know yeah. he went out to Moscow. You know, in his early to mid twenties, you know, go and embrace it. You know, it's not all about the money. Although the money's great, don't get me wrong. But you know, I think I've said that today. You know, Lewis Ferguson, Josh Doy, Gannon Hickey, a couple of years ago, the chance to go and play in Serie A, Paul, it's brilliant. You know, we've not had that since what Joe Jordan and, and of course, and, 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 yeah, you know, Graham Souness. So yep. you think about it, it's absolutely brilliant. And I, and I hope more. I'm not wishing the players away from the Scottish game because the, the longer they're here, it's great for our game. But when you see our young players and then Hickey absolutely ripping it up and by the way what about a business by Bologna one and a half million to two million quid and they've sold them for 18 brilliant we obviously missed out in that we being Scottish clubs but Celtic maybe, could have had them Celtic could have had Hickey well, is that easy with yeah. hindsight though yeah but yeah, yeah. 
but I think you know the, the word was if you spoke to people at Hearts who were working with him day in day out I don't remember he's a right back and a left back he's got two wonderful feet it's rare Celtic yeah. should have got that deal over the line they should have got it done OK Rangers fans will want to know what about Calvin Bassey he's over there he's at Ajax and it looks as though that deal's going through four year deal um, could rise to a five year there's a one year option in it as well it's going to be phenomenal for him. The money, I think, is around 16 million plus add-ons, 19, mm-hmm. 20 million, and maybe more. What do you have? You do you think that's it done virtually? It's not yeah, announced yet, but is it going? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's away. And uh, again, you know, and I know he's not Scottish, but it's unfortunate yeah. to see a player of that caliber leaving. I think you know, for the last six months, he was absolutely brilliant uh, for Rangers. The European run, the European final, the Scottish Cup final uh, against Hearts, but for Rangers. Paul, it's a no-brainer. Um, for Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, it will hurt because he's losing possibly the best player uh, in his team. But financially, it makes sense all day long. They, bought, they got him for like 200 grand and credit to Steven Gerrard and his team for picking him out, working with him and then he went to a different level uh, under Giovanni and he's now, you know, if you want to round it up to say 20, 20 million quid. Yeah. You know, it's fabulous uh, business and, um, you know, like Celtic, I've done in the past Celtic earned a reputation for doing that Wanyamas Fosters Hoopers Megidis Rangers are now starting to, to, to get that reputation um, as well you need to get a couple done and then all of a sudden your, your players at your market value boom they soar and, and Rangers are now um, at that level and it is the model now but Jimmy has been on um, the socials a go football show saying isn't it strange that the clubs and the fans now compete not just in the results but in saying oh we sold a player for more money than your player (laughs) you know they didn't want their players to go but it is the model it's the reality get them in pay not that much money for them and then sell them on with a sell on on that as well Calvin Bassey you reckon so it looks like Ajax for him Ben Davies we heard his name what 18 months ago just looking back uh, when he came from Preston Liverpool needed him Celtic wanted him and he went to Liverpool but he hasn't featured but it looks as though he's coming to Glasgow this week for the medical to get it done to join Rangers. Yeah, I mean, when, when Celtic were linked with him again, it was a player that Celtic had scouted, you know, for well over a year, watched him a number of times and, and, and you know, didn't get the deal over the line. I think once Liverpool came in for you, Paul, it's a different ball game and you can understand why Ben Davis chose to go to Liverpool, but it was maybe a deal that Celtic could have got done quicker. Um, so I, I was excited about the prospect of him coming to, to Celtic because I'd spoken to a number of people that said he'll, he'll rip it up in the SPFL. He's a quality player, exactly what Celtic needed. Um, at that time and the same will be said for, for Rangers you know again he's coming into a, if the deal goes through which we expect it to he's coming into a football club that's um, going to be playing in the Champions League qualifiers in two weeks time he can be a part of that a part of that success story to go and get Rangers into the Champions League to go and fight Celtic for the title to go and play in front of 50,000 fans every other week he's been at Liverpool but it's not really happened for him he's not had a lot of games um, there, which is understandable you know he, he was bought because basically Liverpool had an injury crisis you know Gomez and Van Dijk were all injured so he, he was a stopgap but it's now time for him to move on get regular games under his belt and it looks like Rangers are going to give him that opportunity Paul Cooney Mark Guidi on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors on a Monday warmest day ever in Glasgow <laughs> it might be even warmer tomorrow stay well Try and stay cool if you can. And uh, we're going to keep you right up to date with what's happened. It's quite, a, quite a lot on the go at the moment, um, including, this is uh, off the field, but the SPFL board, it's really important yeah. for all of us. Michael Nicholson, Celtic Chief Exec, is replacing Stuart Robertson on the board, the Rangers MD. Is that a rotation? 
Yeah, that's the way they work it, Paul. Yeah, I think Celtic Rangers alternate it. The the big two, one of them has to be on it anyway. So Michael Nicholson coming on there. What about Malik uh, Tillman? We spoke about him with Barry on Friday. It looked as though it was happening. The deal is done. I mean, we read some stuff saying he's a new Pogba, could be an amazing player. And I said to Barry, Barry, why why is he coming from Bayern to a Scottish team just now? But it's to get the experience and play at such a high level. Tillman's a right good player I think he'll do really well for Rangers but I just think you know parts of the media support they'll always look for something oh, he's a new pod but I don't I, go in for the other no, pod let's see what he does yeah, you sure. know, let's just yeah. let's let's just say he's Tillman <laughs> he's going to go do well for yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, we've seen it with, 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 with Diallo coming in you know the, the, yeah. the £35 million we, mm. just let the guys get in and go on because you know one thing they only find, they'll need to find their feet you know, Tillman and other guys, and and, it's, and I know that they're a massive club in Bayern, uh, but you know, they're coming here to play regular football, they're coming here to make um, an impact, and it's not easy. It's not something that you can take for granted. So they've got to go and earn the right to play for Rangers, show the, the ability and the mentality to cope with the pressure that comes with that every week. And not a lot of them can do it, Paul. It's a big ask. It looks easy. Yep. It's not so all this stuff about he's a new Pogba, he's a new this, new that. I don't go in for it, Paul. For me, quite honestly, it's a lot of nonsense. Right. You're not having it. No, I'm not having it. So just let the guy be himself, let him come and play, and let him show that first of all, that he's good enough to come and play for Rangers, and I'm sure that he will be. Our colleagues from uh, Ibrooks are former legends. Well, they are legends like Barry and Oz. Today they were out paying the respect to Andy Gorham. Mm. The funeral today, the cortege went past his one of his favourite pubs in Blantyre. Yeah. And then past um, Ibrox a great crowd there for yeah. him and the funeral uh, in the west end of Glasgow what can you say about the goalie There's yeah it's just sad Bob you know it? 58 yeah. you, you know you feel like he's actually been been laid to rest today so there's a there's a finality about it and yeah he's just it's sad he's 58 he should he be away and, and, and the way that the illness just ripped through him in the space of three or four months you know just really really sad but if you remember him uh, as a goalkeeper he was absolutely outstanding. I think most people would say he's the best in, in, in Rangers history. It'd be probably hard to, to argue with that. Craig Brown paid a lovely tribute yeah. to him as well uh, outside the church today. Um, when you think of it, you know, Gorham and Leighton, you know, going yeah. for the, the, yep. the Scotland jersey, you know, during the 90s. Um, so, yeah, he, he, he was brilliant and um, he has gone too soon. It's far too soon at 58. I remember when he went on the flight, when he knew then he wasn't going to play and start in the World Cup, he came back from America after the press. Build up to 98. Yeah. yeah, and that was the first big story of it, that mm. um, he wasn't in the second game and he knew then he wasn't going to play and he came back. But what a goalkeeper. And you hear Celtic fans, I heard Kieran uh, from Go Radio News who was there today speaking to the Rangers fans and Celtic fans out paying respect as well. He's kind of brought people together again. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you think of some of his says, if you're talking about the games against right. Celtic, you know, it was a great quote from from... Uh, Tommy Burns you know, yeah. be on his, his grave story you know, Andy Gorham broke my heart and you mm-hmm. think of somebody says it, the one that sticks out for me is, was the, the save of Highbrooks from, from Pierre Van Hoydonk when he threw yeah. his left hand side you know, and, and Van Hoydonk caught, caught the ball sweetly absolutely sweetly on his, on his right foot and Gorham just an incredible save but it was time after time after time it was another game um, when the season was Celtic stopped 10 in a row they won 2-0 at Parkhead it was two screamers uh, Paul Lambert and Craig Burley but you look at that game you know, Celtic could have won by six goals, but Andy Gorham, and it was a time, Paul, when you remember him, it the bandage, I mean, he looked as if he'd just come out the casualty ward. Right. <laughs> you know, the way he was bandaged, he stopped, yeah. and his body was just, you know, they, 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 were, they were plugging it together yeah. week after week, and yet he still produced top quality performances. And then, 
when it came to an end under Walter Smith's time and Dick Advocate came in and it was then Stephen Claus was a goalie but he went to, he went to Motherwell yeah. and had two exceptional seasons yeah. and then got the move to Man United but at Motherwell you know, when people thought he was finished and yeah. I think I think he'd about 10 bandages in his knees <laughs> by that point and he was still doing it week after week after week I mean he defied he, he defied yeah. the, the, the body sure. his own body yeah. the way he could still produce those performances and of course he was the only man the only person ever to represent Scotland at cricket as I, well as right. football he's the only yeah. person to be in two different sports at the highest yeah. level oh, just amazing and you had a few yeah. good nights with him as well over the years yeah he was great company yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was really good uh, company he was on the after dinner circuit um, as, as well so the Rangers fans really enjoyed uh, hearing these his his stories, that loved a glass of red wine, loved a gin, loved a night out, and uh, you know loved life to the full. And it was just a sh- and I know he was really popular. The the a kind of Scotland over forties team that that, that kind yeah. of play uh, some games, and he was a really popular member of that. Really close, Frank McIverney, mm. very very close to him. You know, and some of those guys uh, were there guys today. I think Frank, were, Peter yeah, Grant, Peter was going to pay his respect, so. yep. and and rightly so. You yep. know, he, he deserved the turnout that he got today. Sir Alex Ferguson as well, who signed him for Man U, turning up to pay his respects. I think that tells you all you need to know. Yeah, Sir Alex being there, he is some man, isn't he? He comes out and pays respect mm. to to these greats. We'll never see his likes again, will we? Uh, Andy Gorham, fantastic player, and. Uh, Yep, no doubt we'll remember Andy in the coming months. There's always something, isn't there? About your yeah. great saves. You say, well, what, what about Andy Gorham? Oh, yeah, Hibs and, as well. You know, it, of it, course. It, we're, yeah. we're talking about, you know, coming up there, we're talking about Tealman. You know, Gorham was at Oldham. Uh, Hibs paid 300 right. grand yeah. for him. You, know, you think the Hibs bought him, Paul, what, about 1989, 88? Mm-hmm. You think 300 grand. It was you know, big money. Back then. Yeah. And then I remember. he showed yeah. his worth. Yep. And that's why Walter Smith uh, signed him. Because he wasn't uh, for, the tallest, for, was he? For, no, five, yep. five ten. Yep. Well, he, he wouldn't have command his box, obviously, because of that. But he, listen, if he came off his line, you knew he was getting it. And yep. most of the time, he would fist it. Yeah. He would just come sure. off and punch it um, away. But you think he had, he had uh, golf and guys like that yeah. in, in yeah. front of him, you know, who, who took care of him very well. But he had Bomber Brown uh, and things. But uh, no, he was a, an exceptional, I mean, properly exceptional goalkeeper. Quick break, and then we're back. There's a lot on the go tonight. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go! Paul Cooney, Mark Guidi with the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors Holiday Monday, we're in the summer special One hour edition, tomorrow night Rob McLean will be here With him, Kenny Miller Tonight I'm delighted to say we've got Mark Guidi with us as well We'll be back to the two hours before the season kicks off it's getting closer now though, isn't it? We've got the Rangers draw there, Union SG of Belgium. Uh, Celtic will go straight into the Champions League qualifiers. So they've got, what, another six weeks or so before yeah, I think we'll find se- out. September the 6th, is it? Very I think, early. First, yeah, I think September you're right. the 6th, I yep. think it is, Paul, yeah. Rangers will play August the 2nd or 3rd. They'll mm. just work out in the next few hours, I suppose, for television. And then the away leg in Belgium. Um, for Celtic, we're going to hear from James Forrest. Um it's going to be a huge season for him, isn't it, Mark? Let's hear yeah. a little bit from him. What about the club itself? Huge difference from this time last year when the manager had just come in. He even mentioned it uh, at the start when we went to Austria, like the squad this year compared to the start of uh, last season when he first came in, just just totally different. Just feels more more settled and uh, like apart from one or two faces, like, everyone knows each other, and I think that's uh, that shows you how good like the like the, the, the manager and the staff done and the players done last year. Uh, but then I think it's it will be beneficial for like for this season as well that, that everyone does know like know everyone 
quicker. Yep, they know each other. They know Jota, who has re-signed at nearly seven million, as we know. Cameron Carter-Vickers, six point three million. Uh, they didn't know Alessandro Bernabe, the left back, nearly four million pounds. They know Maeda, one point four million, and Ben Segrist. They knew him, free transfer, but they hadn't played alongside him. Yeah, I mean the the, the Celtic squad's really strong. Um, Paul, be interested to see Bernabe. He's one that I'm, yeah. you know, what what he's going to bring to the team. Is he right away going to be better than, than Greg Taylor? Is he going to have to work his way into the side? This will be things that, that Ange Postacoglu will be finding out right now um, during uh, pre-season. Uh, and James Forrest, um, you know, he's been a wonderful servant. Uh, Paul, I've always liked James Forrest. I have to yeah. remember when he broke into the team uh, as a kid. Seems um, a long time ago now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was Neil Lennon worked with him in the development squad when Neil had that role uh, at the club when Tony Mowbray um, was a manager. So, you know, you're talking about James Forrest has been a regular in the Celtic team for 11 years, um, if not longer, 12 years probably, Paul. Uh, one of the most decorated players in the club's history. Um, you know, he's had two or three, I mean, really outstanding um, seasons. And he's still got a big part to play. Uh, you reckon? For yeah. yeah. And the good thing about James Forrest now is, you know, he's getting into his 30, he'll be 31, 32. Um, He's not a, a needy type. He's no one who's like that. You know, wants to be told he's great and you know a high maintenance pro or is somebody that's going to be disruptive when he's not starting the team. He'll still be there. You know, putting his at now. He still look, he looks the same age as Jotty, yeah. one of these weak guys. You know, that's just ne- never aged and so jealous of him for that point of view. But you know, he won't be disruptive. And Jota and Abada will be leaning on James Forrest. You, know, you think about what he's achieved in, in the game. You know, he's, he's eight, nine, ten years older than those boys. Yeah. So his experience uh, of what it means to play for Celtic coming into the Champions League this time now, how to retain a title, what's yeah. involved, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. James Forrest will be absolutely invaluable in and around the place to Ange Postecoglou and the, and the staff. He's been answering all these points. So let's hear him speak. For example, what about his place in the team? I think every year's hard. I've said it before. Like uh, even when I was like starting, like every game, like at different spells, like I don't think I've, I've ever like thought like I'm guaranteed a place. And I think it's, it's it's maybe best to be like that. So no, I know there's a lot of tackles, but I think it's it's good, especially with the manager plays that uh, that you do have a lot of tackles because there is a lot of games and and it's good to change it up and. and and, uh, and I think it keeps like everybody like on their toes in that as well. So no, I think like, the competitions. I think it's it's good for the players and, and obviously the, the manager as well. Just what you said, Mark. You don't hear much of an ego there. No. He's a team player, and they're yeah. going to need it. How many games are they going to have this season? They'll be yeah, but they'll, they'll be they'll be uh, Celtic will play over fifty games 50, at least. Yeah. You know, fifty-five games. Um, yeah, and you need guys like Forrest, uh, Paul, because you know that even if he isn't in the bench, I, I don't see him starting 30 games for Celtic but I can see him being involved in 30 games even if it's for 20 minutes or, or half an hour and, and you know what about that to have James Forrest coming off the bench you know against yeah. a tired fullback sure. or he can just move inside you think the way that Brendan Rodgers helped develop his game as well because he was just always seen as a winger and then Brendan Rodgers moved him inside sometimes he would play as a number 10 and he, he was fabulous That's he's true. got so much yeah. still to offer Brendan Rodgers made so many good players mm, much absolutely. better yep. you mentioned Jota this is going to be fascinating um, you know the, the influence he could have in Jota and also he'll keep Jota on his toes yeah no, I think everyone was buzzing that like, he settled in really well last year like he gets on with all the players and and uh, like you've seen how good it was last season as well so no I think everyone's once once again announced 
it just kind of felt as though like I think every day thought he was all the players like thought he was going to come back. So like it just feels as though he's he's not really been away because obviously uh, he was back in like kind of early on pre season as well. So no, everyone is, is delighted he's back and hopefully he can continue what he done last season. Almost a love in there, but the fact is he'll be yeah. desperate to get the jersey. Yeah. James Forrest to play. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, he'll, he'll want to, you know, he'll want to be Ange's main man, you know, on the right hand yeah. side. Like I said, I'm, I'm not so sure that he will be, but I wouldn't be surprised if if he did. You know, we're, we're not talking about somebody that's 36, 37. He's 31, 32. So as I say, he's, he's got a lot to offer. And, and the thing about you know, if um, if Ange Postecoglou sees Maeda or Abada as his main man, the right hand side, they're not doing it. And you bring in James Forrest, you might just it might just take a hold of that jersey, Paul, never let it go. You know, for, the, for for this season. So, the good thing is, it's great to have options. You know, Maida, Jota, Abada, Forrest. I mean, what fantastic! Um, op- and then you've got your fullbacks who just become wingers very, very quickly as well. In, in that Celtic style, it, it's really, really positive for them. We asked him about his fitness. No, I feel as though like the last couple of years, like uh, I've I felt like I don't know if it's maybe just because you, you you learn to. To see what's good for you and what's best for you to do. So no, I think the last definitely the last few years, like it's like the fittest I felt, and like going th- like going from starts like like high speed running and and distance covered and stuff. I think it's like over the years I've always just kept like like going more and more. But I think that's maybe just getting used to like like different managers and and, and ways like the game's obviously like so much more like uh, high high intensity running. So no, I think it's it's good for me that. And what did you feel about the pre-season so far? Hey, no, it's been good. That's us. I think we've been in for like maybe three weeks, just over three weeks. So uh, the ones that didn't go away international have had uh, like good some like good double sessions, and then uh, all the, the full squad went to Austria and played a few games. So no, it's been good, and it's it's been the first time in a while that we've had like a, a long pre-season, and uh, I think we've got another maybe two two weeks pre-season before the, the first game. So it's not as good. Like back in time, isn't it, Mark? You know, yeah. a, pre- a proper pre-season. Yeah, proper pre-season, yeah. and and the great thing for Celtic, Paul, it's it's stress-free. You know, you think normally they're 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 in the position that Rangers are in. You know, try to get things going, try to hit the ground running, try to get new signings, try to mould a formation, get partnerships going. Celtic have got it in the bank. It's done, um, and it's all about Aberdeen on July thirty-first for them. Obviously, they they want to do well in their pre-season games. Blackburn on the weekend. Lega Warsaw tomorrow, Nor- Norwich on Saturday, but ultimately, it's the best pre-season that Celtic have had. And I think the last time they were given automatic qualification was the summer of two thousand and eight, unless I'm mistaken. Somebody can pick me up on that. You're usually not. right, but fourteen yep. years is yeah. the first time. Wow. Uh, they've had seven cracks at it the past seven years and failed five times. Yeah. Only got there twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's massive for Celtic for Ange Postecoglou to have that direct um, entry and. Um, for James Forrest, uh, for him to be injury free, Paul, because he's probably for four or five years he had terrible problems yeah. with his hamstrings. They can never quite get to the bottom of it. A lot of players have that when they've got that explosive uh, pace, but they they've corrected it. And uh, Forrest has, has been right in about it. And like I said, I think um, you know took his game to a different level um, under the 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 guidance of of uh, Brendan Rodgers. Can we tell much from the weekend games with Rangers at Blackpool and first of all Celtic uh, against Blackburn Rovers uh, 2-2 um, I see they lost the goal in 22 seconds yeah. but the keeper wasn't off his line it was uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I think it's just I, you can't really can, I, can I you? Yeah. No I, I, I don't go in for it uh, Paul it's, it's about trying things out and I always think too when we, we were in the studio watching the, the game uh, yeah. Bannock Estrava mm. last week see if you're going to make mistakes make them now sure. You know, when when when, when at the end of the day, yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter a jot at the moment. 
your Rangers are going to make any mistakes make them now make them tomorrow night against West Ham don't make them next in a couple of weeks time um, against Union SG so that, that's the kind of things where um, you try different things uh, managers will be a wee bit more adventurous I wouldn't normally do this but I'm going to try something a wee bit different here You know, so that, that that's exactly the ideal time to go and try different things out if it doesn't work it's only a friendly bottom line if it does work great you can go and try it in a competitive game James Forrest on duty today at the open training session at Celtic Park speaking to the media and he was speaking about the Champions League yeah, no, I think it's going to be class once it comes around like, I think I will be buzzing for the, for the draw like it's good for like the fans, like the players, and like the manager as well. Like loads of players not playing the Champions League, and, and I think it's it'll be uh, it'll be some buzz like when we when we get the Champions League games back here. Yeah. Big step up for Celtic though, isn't it? Moving Champions into League. Champions League. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's Paul, but it's exciting and and it can be daunting. Uh, the draw will be made um, maybe 20, 26 August or, or, or something like that, um, and then you've got two weeks to prepare. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see who they get obviously in the past few years Celtic have had Barcelona a few times AC Milan a few times they've had Manchester City um, you know it'd be great to, to have a Real Madrid or something yeah. you know come to Celtic it's such Park. a romantic one it isn't is, it Real yeah, Madrid still yeah. the biggest name uh, uh, potentially the in the world yeah, yeah Carlo Ancelotti's team yeah. they're, they're the holders or if Rangers get into it you yeah. know Real Madrid mm-hmm. um, you know going to uh, going to Ibrox so it'll, it'll be a sexy draw regardless mm-hmm. um, and what'll be interesting to see is how Ange Postecoglou approaches the Champions League particularly games away from home he, he didn't go defensive um, in Europa League games last season that was so many high scoring games he just played the same way regardless of the opposition home or away 99% of the time he played the same way um, now Brendan Rodgers was the same as that and ended up getting a, a couple of real sore ones yeah. um, you know I think conceded 7 against Barcelona yeah. 6 against mm-hmm. PSG so do you do you want that? I'm not so sure. I'm still of the the type that says that for things like that, first and foremost, clear lines. Yeah. It's the old saying: nobody's ever scored for Rose Ed. I know it's no pretty, <laughs> but sometimes just clear your lines and regroup mm-hmm. rather than taking a, a gamble. Because at that level, you'll get punished nine times out of ten. You'll get punished. You're a former keeper. Joe Hart is a sweeper. Did you see it in, in some of the pre-match, uh, the pre-season stuff? Yeah. Do you think we're going to see that? Is that for the Champions League or what, what's well, the thinking there? Uh, well. Again, I would imagine that he'll be under instruction to play that way. I don't think Joe Hart would just take it in a no. whim, just say, oh, I'll quite fancy trying this tonight. 30 yards up. So, you know, between the manager and, and Stevie Woods, a goalkeeping coach, again, this could be something they're trying, Paul. Try it, let's see, whatever whatever the thinking is um, behind it. Um, so, it might be something that they'll ditch, um, or they might something that they're going to persevere with. You know, Joe Hart needs to feel uh, comfortable. You think of his career going to be back to... To, to Shrewsbury Town and the way that he's Birmingham City built himself up England number one and now he's at Celtic um, so he maybe looked a wee bit uh, uncomfortable but the bottom line is he is a fabulous goalkeeper you know he's a kind of guy that when Celtic have got him between the sticks you think that they can be successful Sigrist will be pushing him mm. as well but you'd expect Joe Hart but you're right the time to the trial it is now when it's yep. pre-season yep. and the Ange Postacoglu way a lot of people who know the game thought this relentless style won't work in Scotland you'll be you know it'll never last that's exactly it'll never and last. people said yeah. that yep. but my goodness it did one more from James Forrest speaking about that step up in quality in the Champions League uh, well I don't know obviously we need to wait and see like, even when we've played in Europa League like, the last couple of years like like the standards like the standards high like, even when we're in the conference as, as well like last season like uh, 
Aye, the, 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 team, the teams are hard. You've you got a lot of good teams that maybe you've not heard of, a lot of good players as well. So, no, I think that the standards, you know, in Europe, it's going to be really high, but I think everyone will be excited for, for that challenge. If you, if you ask any player that's played in the games, like, though, obviously it's no nice, like, sometimes when you when you have had, like, like the big like the big de uh, deficit in results, but, no, I think everyone wants to, you want to challenge yourself in, in playing the games and the fans want to see, want to see the, the teams and, and uh, us playing against them as well. So, no, everyone will be looking forward to it. Champions League music will be back soon, Mark. It's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, you know, we get the, the hairs in the back of the neck. Certainly um, stand up for that, Paul. It's a, it's a great tune. And you, you just, uh, I think when, when Scottish clubs are involved in the Champions League, yeah. it just feels proper. You feel really proud. Um, actually, I mean, it's, it's great watching it on the telly, you know, whatever the, the glamour games are on a Tuesday or a Wednesday night. But when you're actually inside the stadium, whether it be Ibrox or, or Parkhead, and you're made to feel a part of that, it's, it's very, very special. Nothing beats it. And could we see it at both? It's Why possible. Yep. Yeah, listen, Good look, draw for Rangers if you're Rangers, just tuning in. Yep. If you were hand-picking the draw today, Paul, in terms of who they could have got, that's a team you would have chosen. I'm pretty sure um, of that. So you get by that first hurdle, don't take it for granted, get by it, be professional, be prepared, be ready, and then get through it and then see what the next hurdle brings. And then you're just 180 minutes away from being in the Champions League proper. Union Sangilwa. Mm. Union SG is that right I I'm, I'm going to stick with Union SG I'm checking with I'm stick with Union SG <laughs> Michel Le James over there executive <laughs> producer Union SJ as we see the pictures from well just before we go to the break what about the Open everyone I think was willing well at the beginning Tiger Woods he went away Saturday night and then Rory McIlroy a great Friday terrific Saturday but then in Sunday just not he didn't do a lot wrong but just not that magic yeah. And there is, there's uh, the winner there, the Australian Cameron Smith, Cameron Smith mm. champion golfer of the year. But he could be off to live, I think, in a few weeks, as in it the, looks the that new way. tournament. And Henrik Stenson as well, yeah. who's going to, you know, give up Ryder the, Cup the, the Ryder Cup captaincy, which you know, yep. I think Paul for for golf, or I think for any sport, if to choose one of the most prestigious roles you could be given for me to be the captain of the European Ryder Cup team, playing in Rome next September against Americans to try and get the Ryder Cup yep. uh, back. So clearly, well, we know that Liv are thrown tens and tens and tens hundreds of millions at it but I'm just I have to say I'm a bit surprised that Stenson um, but listen it's up to him it's his call and good luck to him whatever he decides to do but Cameron Smith what a round he had yesterday um, it was absolutely unbelievable it really was and for for, uh, for Rory I tipped him in the programme last week to, to, to win it and he was just a couple of couple of putts Paul away from, from, from yeah. getting into the ones that just come that's the difference you know, psychologically Cameron Smith it, was holding them it, it, of course he, he wasn't he was, he was coming within an inch or yep. two every time and if they'd gone down he was Cameron a champion Smith, yeah. Yeah. Cameron yeah. Smith's also saying he's six exactly. ahead or whatever but Cameron Smith yeah. got, a, got a sniff of it and he didn't let let go and um, credit him great scenes and, and, and the crowd oh. just the whole atmosphere at St Andrews yesterday was absolutely brilliant wasn't it amazing some of the family were through I went through on Friday evening uh, Paul my son was there it was just brilliant such yeah. a great atmosphere and what what a, an advert for Scotland isn't it and yeah. you know St Andrews and Scotland in general the home of golf mm. it's yeah. wonderful and and you know when you hear Tiger Woods and yeah. Phil Mickelson and Xander Shoffley and Scottish Seffler you know um, Louis Oosthuizen who you know when they all Speak about they speak so warmly about St yep. Andrews and and the home of God and they mean it. You know that that that's the thing. Tiger welled uh, up, didn't he? Really, it. for the yeah. first time. I've never they seen him. I mean, yep. You think of the, the as they say the people that have that want the, the the sort of parting shot from golf to be on the bridge at St Andrews. That's when you know you've been a proper part of golf if you get to have that send off, and only a few of them do. 
then that's when you know that, 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 that you've done something pretty special in the sport. Good stuff in the sun and in the record today. Some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, including Craig Swan telling us that Cameron Smith's dad didn't come over. He couldn't be bothered coming from Australia. <laughs> I think that was a mistake. <laughs> Mark Weedy, Paul Cooney and Go Radio. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show this time tomorrow night Kenny Miller football legend Rob McLean a legend they'll be here Kenny Miller can you name all his clubs Mark? Oh uh, You throw one I'll throw one He started at started at Hibs Hibs. he moved to Rangers he moved to Wolves he moved to Celtic he moved to Derby Um, he had Vancouver he was back to Rangers Um, he had Patrick Thistle Um, Wow he had Falkirk Um he was in Australia back down to Cardiff spell it Cardiff wow. City mm-hmm. as well this yeah, was not so rehearsed but yeah, uh, no, well done well, I said at least he'll 10 be, clubs at least somewhere. 10 he'll be here tomorrow night his old club Rangers well the news is it could be up to 23 million the Calvin Bassey deal mm. he is in Holland at the moment the deal's just about done so he'll be off but he's been brilliant short time at Rangers but what an impact and a huge sum of money for Rangers nearly 19, oh, 20 million yeah, plus massive. Maybe another three. Yeah, it's it's massive money, um, Paul, and uh, you know that's the way uh, it's got to be. You know, I think probably Rangers learned a a lesson um, when they knocked back sixteen million quid from Lille uh, for Alfredo Morelos that two years ago. That can't happen again. No, and, and yeah. listen, at the time you can understand um, why, but now when when the when you reflect on it, you can't you know you can't buy a player at one and and, and knock back six unless he's worth thirty. <laughs> but, but, but that yeah. was about. Morelos' value at that time so I think Rangers I think that was the wrong decision um, at that time this is the right decision uh, all round um, for, for, for Bassey 250 grand I think it was Paul development fee and now he's away for ballpark 20 million it's fabulous business um, he helped the club get to a European final last season helped the club win the league uh, the year before and now they've they've moved them on you know Nathan Patterson whatever it is 12 million that they've, 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 they've got in um, and for him, Aribo, yep. you know, you know, in between six and ten, again, got him for next to nothing from from Charlton Athletic. So this is a this is a role model now developing the one that Rangers have wanted, the one that they looked across the city uh, with envy yep. for many many years with Celtic. You know, Van Dijk bought for two, sold for twelve. Hooper bought for two, sold for eight. Foster bought for one, sold for twelve. You know, you look at all those kind of deals at Celtic get over the line. Now Rangers are are in that uh, in that area um, as well, and that's what also comes with success in European football because we know that big clubs aren't going to pay twenty million quid for players in this country no. when they're playing against Motherwell and St Mirren and and, and Falkirk and Partick Thistle. It's when you make the step up and show that you can do it at a higher level, as Bassey showed over a number of games last season that's when you step into that um, area of the the, the 10 million plus um, transfers So the Rangers fans tuning in they'll be disappointed to lose him Uh, Joe Rebo's gone last week 10 days ago or so what's going to excite them this season? There's got to be another couple of signings aren't there? There must be Yeah, Rangers will and then there'll be a couple more if they get into the Champions League so Paul this is a massive I mean you're talking about what's going to excite them the next six weeks could possibly be be one of the the best in in, in the history of Rangers mm. get, getting into the the, the Champions League uh, for the first time since what Walter Smith was the manager. What we going back to yeah. 2010, mm. 2011, 
Um, so in more than a decade, it's the first time he got into the, the Champions League. And again, you know, when you look at the money that they've just banked for, for Bassey and, and, and guys like that, you know, and then you're potentially bringing in another 35 million mm. quid. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's game-changing stuff uh, for Rangers. So they failed last summer, this time last year. They failed. Ten men against Malmo couldn't get it over the line. Big, big disappointment. But you look at what they've achieved in, in Europe since. You look at some of the scalps that they've taken. The way that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst can be flexible depending on the opposition. They can change it like that. They can go from a 40 to a 3. So and the, and the fans love that about him, don't they? they, they you know, do. they didn't at the you beginning. Know. They respected him, liked him as uh, a player. But you know, they took a bit of time mm-hmm. um, to warm to him. But yeah. when they see his tacticalness yeah. during European games, they realise it, it, it's, it's, it's made a difference. I think now there's a, there's a saying that comes to mind, and I think now the Rangers fans trust Giovanni Van Bronck because I think he had to earn that. Yeah. Uh, particularly when you know when he took over at Rangers, they were top of the table. They didn't win the league, so that yeah. was a black mark against his name. That, 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 but winning the Scottish Cup, Paul, that was absolutely massive. And in the manner, they, they won it convincingly um, that day. But that was massive for Giovanni yeah. Van Bronckhorst. Mm-hmm. It really was because I think had he not won that, there would have been a few Rangers fans on this yeah. programme mm-hmm. calling for his head. Yeah. Oh, it would have been a phone-in. It absolutely. would have been, you know, yeah, it would have been. You know what it's like in yeah. this uh, town, despite the fact he took them and he was just moments away from winning one a kick, European title. One penalty kick away from winning a European absolutely. trophy. Absolutely. It's going to be... What a time to be on Glasgow Zone, isn't it? Brilliant. On Go Radio. Yeah, really exciting. Uh, with Celtic in the Champions League, Rangers with every chance now, you know, against Union SG, we're not going to take them for granted. I mean, yep. we heard James Forrest saying about some big names uh, last season, but there was also Bodo Glimp, not a big name, mm. but they saw off Celtic. So Rangers need to watch, and they will, and then they're just two games away from Champions League proper. And for, you know, for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst to then, yep. you know, take his club... Um, into that tournament it'd be brilliant he was there as a player graced the tournament won the tournament as a player with, <laughs> with Barcelona yeah. um, so look he he knows his stuff Paul he knows his football he knows what it takes to be successful um, really good really, let's not forget really good um, respect healthy respect between Van Bronckhorst and Postecoglou yep. as well which, which is really important for this city um, moving forward but I'd love to see both of them because I really like first and foremost as human beings I think they've 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 enhanced our game. Um, I think they've set the bar high in how to conduct yourself mm. as a manager of Celtic and the manager of Rangers. They absolutely have set it really really high, and uh, I want to see them both in that Champions League and both being successful. And we've also got Europa League and the Conference League. Uh, Motherwell's reward should they overcome Sligo Rovers? They play uh, late in the week, isn't it? They've got the the first leg. Uh, they'll play Sparta Prague or Viking Stavanger. So you would hope that Motherwell would see off Sligo Rovers. You would hope, but again, it's, it's one I that know. you can't take for, for granted. You know, Sligo Rovers have taken a, a couple of European scouts uh, mm. in the past decade or so. You know, Michael O'Neill really get them going. That's what really helped build his name um, as well as a as a young manager and got him into the, the Northern of Ireland. Of course, that's right. Uh, yeah. Job. So, yeah. um, and again, it's early in the season mm. for Motherwell. Paul, you know, no competitive action, a good pre-season schedule, mm-hmm. but, you know, really important for them to to try and get going. But no, um, that will be a tough one. For, for If Motherwell have to beat Sligo Rovers over two legs, Motherwell really have to play at the top of the game. Let's hope so. Dundee United will play either AZ Alkmaar or Tulsa City from Bosnia. Um, that's their rewards um, in the conference qualifying. So that's there in the, the next yeah. round, aren't they? Yeah. For Dundee United as well, summer of change, another manager, mm. third in two years, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, but with Jack Ross coming in, great expectations at Tannadice. Yeah, I mean, Jack Ross is is uh, a highly accomplished manager, coach, you know, he, he improves players. 
uh, he does well he'll really you know thrive in being involved in European football uh, Paul that's something that he'll really um, embrace don't know much to be honest about Tuzla City from Bosnia yeah. as Ed Altmar we know yeah. all about them you know they've been really strong in Europe uh, over the past year four years really strong uh, and the Dutch league, you know, taking the, the the likes of you know Ajax and PSV and final the top teams, uh, all the way for the title. You know, splitting them a lot. You know, the Finnish runners up, um, Celtic put them out of Europe uh, mm. this time last year right. yeah. um, as well. We know our old friend Arthur, Arthur Newman, Newman, one of the, the, the main scouts yeah. um, at Alkmaar, um, and they they've got that model as well, mm. Paul. You know, they they bring in at one or two million euros or bring through the academy. The the academy's revered. Um, in Holland it's a number one academy which was set up by Michel Dosberg who used to be at Motherwell and, and Dunfermline yeah. and they earned such a reputation there that all the young players stopped going to Ajax and finally in PSV and were signing for Alkma that's so quite much a turnaround so, yeah. and so much so that Ajax get fed up with it sorry it's a long story but no, no. Ajax get fed up with it and poached Dosberg yeah. from Alkma and took him there um, yeah. you know to, 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 to stop that um, from happening so Alkma would be a really um, attractive yeah. tie for Dundee United and for Hearts they're closing in in Lawrence Shankland so mm. let's hope so he's disappeared his Scotland career as well yeah. um, he's a talented player obviously Dundee United they loved him there yeah. it's just not worked out for him he's a, he's a goal scorer and yeah. you think of the chances that Hearts create Paul I mean the Hearts dominate a lot yeah. of games now yeah. in the SPFL you know, they've built that up under uh, Robbie Nielsen so having Shankland just sniffing about that penalty box um, all the time you can see him scoring a, a barrel load of goals for, uh, for Hearts if that move goes through July the 18th Fair Monday uh, big game in Glasgow tomorrow night yes yeah, Fair, fair Monday, Monday albeit yeah. it's a friendly but Rangers against West Ham so proper mm. opposition coming into town yeah Davy Moyes um, coming uh, back to, to, to Glasgow where it all started for him of course um, will you see him? yeah I'm going to try and catch up yeah. with him uh, Paul so um, yeah he'll, he'll he's still trying to get some deals over the line um, at West Ham you know they're, they're looking at players at 25, 35, 40 million quid but that's what you've got to do to keep that success going at West Ham he's had an outstanding couple of years at West Ham but uh, you know Davey likes to go and build and things he doesn't think you know that that we can take our foot off the gas the next no he'll want to keep going so it'll be interesting to see um, who he gets in you know will Lingard go back to to West Ham you know Mark Noble who's, who's retired what a player um, he's been for them. Yeah, he was, yeah. he was a brilliant servant. That's the game we wanted as the final in Europa League. Yeah. Well, it wasn't to be. Right. Yeah, so you'd be. love to see Davy Moyes get to a, a final, get some silverware mm. at last. So that's big game tomorrow night. Celtic off to Warsaw then for Wednesday Arta for the Arta Boris game. And we hope we get a decent crowd there for, for the goalkeeper. Yeah, there'll be, there'll be a big turnout. You yeah. know, he's a legend at Legia Warsaw. A legend at Celtic, albeit you know, he was only there three or four years, but certainly made an impression on the Celtic supporters. But uh, yeah, there'll, there'll be a full house in, in Warsaw for that game tomorrow night, Paul. And we'll be looking to see if Aaron Moy signs on that free transfer Celtic. It's mm. looking like it, isn't it? He's been in China. Um, you were impressed w- with him down yeah. south. Uh, 31 years old and hungry to play, yeah. to get into the Australian Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think that deal will get through, Paul. I think that'll be done before the, the end of the week. He's a free transfer and there's a willingness from the club and the manager and a willingness from the player to, to make it happen. So, yep, I think that will go through. Do you think Rangers are going to make it through? What do you reckon now? I know you still wait and see what happens, yeah. um, but now we're not that far away from it. Two weeks away, mm. can Rangers do it? I think they can beat Union SG. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, the, the, the draw will be a step up for the next round for the, for the, for the playoff. Um, but what gives you hope, regardless of who Rangers get, we don't know yet, we've not got the crystal ball, but for the playoff... Um, the way that they played 
in the last six months in Europe, you know, beating Borussia Dortmund, beating Braga, you know, all the scouts that they took the lessons they will have learned from this time last year when they failed against Malmo. So you put that all that into the mix. And Paul, as you know yourself, just over two games, that 180 minutes, that wee bit of luck that you need. Just that wee bit of luck. Something that just goes in your favour. If you've got that as well, then Rangers will have an outstanding chance of getting into the the Champions League. And I think, um, as I say, without knowing the final opposition, I think they'll do it. I've got a sneaky that we're going to have Celtic and Rangers in the Champions League between September and December, which would, or September and November rather, which would be outstanding. Got the passport right up to date, Mark, then? Absolutely, yeah. don't worry about that, Paul's already. <laughs> Mark, thanks so much for joining Great. us. We'll see you again next week. We'll be back out to the two hours uh, in about 10 days' time. More on that. Tomorrow night, Rob is here with Kenny Miller. After the news, we'll be back with Joe Colday. See you tomorrow night at five. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go! Service your existing car with us right now And it's worth £500 off your next car Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.